Welcome to Into the Fire. I'm Duncan. And I'm Kate. And we're here to talk about life. The good, the bad, and the ugly. So come join the conversation. Hello, everyone. We're so glad that you're joining us. And we're here as two couples, Kate and I, and Murray and Ash, who are Murray and I are brothers. And so we are two couples who are family. And we're here to talk about revival looks like family. And of course, revival looks like family goes way beyond being physical related family members and is a wonderful, amazing, multifaceted dimension of family and what family is in the kingdom of heaven and the family of God. So, yeah. Murray and Ash, welcome. Kate, welcome. Thanks, Brian. Good to be here. Good to be here together (laughs) to talk about this subject today. Yeah, it is. And I think it would be good to start by just, you know, sharing with everybody how we came to be together, not just as family, but most especially in revival. Yes, because we've been together as family for quite a few years. You and I, for 46 years, bro, 47, 47, 47. yeah, 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 so um, we'll we'll kick off, we were were living in the northeast of England at the time, we got married in 1994, Yeah. and just before, it was a very good year, man, that sounds like a long time ago now, I know, 26, and just before uh, we got married, our We'd heard about this thing that was happening, this move of God that was happening in this place called Toronto, Canada. <laughs> and um, and I remember it was middle, around middle of April in uh, 1994. One of our, we were part of a network of churches at the time, and he, uh, one of the sort of ap- apostolic figures, came to our church and shared about. He'd just been to Toronto and shared about what God had been doing, and the Holy Spirit just fell upon our church. Wow. And it was incredible and glorious. In Newcastle, England. In Newcastle, England. England. And and that, we we had so much radical uh, encounters with God for about three or four years. Mm -hmm. Wow. Nightly meetings. Yeah, prayer meetings. Just the presence of God God. was super thick. Mm -hmm. Wow. The anointing was very heavy. Yeah. And I remember one time one of our friends, who was nine months pregnant, was, was just encountering God and bouncing on the floor like that. It Mm. was, it was Mm. just. Well, I remember that too. Were you there? Yes. Because we, (laughs) at some point in that early on in that process, probably early 95, maybe. Yeah. We, uh, you guys came to visit us. Yeah. At the church. Yeah. Experienced that outpouring yourselves. Mm, yeah. 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 Yeah, exactly. January. It was either late December, 94. Yeah. Or January '95. Yeah. Yeah. Do you remember that, Kate? That was crazy, wasn't and it? And the presence of God and the anointing was so heavy in that place. We yeah. wondered what had hit us actually, because yeah. I think that was our first experience of the the Toronto revival on mass. On mass. And yeah. you know, there's something so attractive when you see the Holy Spirit hovering over a pregnant lady who physically in the natural would not have been able to do what yes. she was doing. Yes. She was yeah, like yeah. vibrating. <laughs> yeah. And we're all like, oh my goodness. On her front. What about the yeah. baby? Horizontal. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, I guess, you know, that was formative yeah. to us, both as younger couples. Yeah. Um, yes, absolutely. You know, yeah. so 
Yeah. I guess that was the beginning. It was, yeah, I remember. Are you serving so, in the Holy Spirit? Thank you, Jesus. Yes, it's true. I was. And I loved surfing at that time, didn't I? I mean, yeah. windsurfing. Windsurfing, yeah. yeah. You caught but the wave. I caught the wave. Come on. And, oh, my goodness. I do. I remember I was just literally surfing. Yes. Yeah. You've always you know, been one to demonstrate, haven't you? I have. I was lost. That's the thing. I was so lost. Yeah. You know, for me, my first experience of revival was actually in 1990 at university when the Holy Spirit just touched me so powerfully, yes. electrocuted me for, you know, hours. And I was, I, I thought I was going to die. Yeah. I literally thought I was going to die. Yeah. And so, you know, I'd been praying, Lord, make me like Enoch, who was not, <laughs> you know, I want to be a was not. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, when he came like that and electrocuted me over and over again, just filling me with his power, I thought, this is it. I'm going, I, I could literally feel the breath wow. out, go out of me. Wow. And I thought, I'm going to be was not. I'm going to slip to glory. And I realized, no, I, I want to get married. I want to have kids. I want to be a grandfather one day. All of the things that have now happened to me. Um, <laughs> I, I was lost in that. And when we were in Newcastle, you know, those four years later, five years later, it was the same glory. Yeah. yeah. That's yeah. the thing that I, it, it was a witness yeah. in my spirit. This is the same glory yeah. that I encountered, that encountered me in at university. And yeah. um, I was, well, we've never been the same since no, really, have we? We've yeah. just been hungry for the possible. And I think yeah. we've always known that God is able and wants to crash in yeah. with uh, his uh, manifest presence yes. and glory. Yeah. yeah. And, you know, <laughs> We did normal life. We did yeah. church every week where it didn't always look like that. But yeah. yet we always knew that it was possible that God was going to give us more. Yeah. Yeah. And like I say, I think it was just quite formative for, yeah. for yeah. us. I mean, we were in different churches for many years. I yeah. mean, maybe you could just continue with the story there. Yeah, yeah, you Yeah, because yeah, at the end of the day, family on mission is something, isn't it? Yes, yeah. it is. You know, it is, yeah. It, it's family on mission is actually a more exciting realm even than being just family for yeah. our sake of Absolutely. being family yeah. yeah being family on mission just yeah. somehow takes that extra yeah you know yeah. and we've been on you know on that mission yeah, yeah. So you guys moved to toronto what in 2000 yeah yeah 2000 with your, with your daughters young, yeah young at the time and, yeah uh, you were there how long were you there for eight years we eight were there years. eight years yeah, yeah. Uh, the height of the revival it was yeah. still going on nightly meetings yeah. and so you know obviously we were kind of being immersed into a different way of kind of experiencing god yeah. really um in in many ways and you know had our own transformation journey through yes. those encounters yeah. yeah um and obviously we would be on phone calls with you and yeah. and we would share some of the details yeah. right yeah because we moved to australia in 2002 to plant a church yes, with our children with our children. three daughters yeah. at the time yeah yeah <laughs> so we yeah. were living in australia and um and hearing about what god was doing i think you came and visited a few times on ministry trips at various yeah. times and then yeah. we came over to visit you you yeah. came and visited yeah. us but just just seeing i think the thing that impacted me the most was seeing the transformation that god was doing in the two of you yes. yeah you know and how wow. it was really impacting your whole family life you're yes. impacting your individual yes. you know your person individually impacting your marriage yeah. impacting your kids yes and yeah. um and just really you know seeing the hand of god upon you guys and the yeah. transformation that was coming through that mm. encounter mm. really really um really ministered deeply to me wow and, yes. and actually you know 
because I have to say, I'm kind of, in my pride in that moment, I was like, yeah, I think maybe these Toronto guys are a bit weird. Right? Really? Yeah. Yeah. You know, because, you, you know, one of the strengths of a movement is you have a great sense of togetherness. One of the yeah. drawbacks is you can feel like you're a bit exclusive. Right. Yes. Yeah. And so we were in a movement where we were really together, but it, it kind of felt a little exclusive. And so at mm -hmm. times we're like, well, these guys seem a little bit odd. Yeah. Um, but seeing what God was doing in your lives and seeing that, you know, the transformation and then the miracles and the signs and yeah. the wonders. Yeah. You know, that you, as you shared stories about, you know, Kyrgyzstan or, yeah. you know, mm. at various places, you know, that yeah. one just sticks out particularly in Bangladesh. Um, yeah. yeah. But I also think the other thing was even seeing your girls. Yeah. yeah. And for me, um, I, I think there's something really significant when it is when they're your kids yeah. and you see them encountering God and yeah. it's not just mum and dad, right. but it's right. it's them as well. And mm -hmm. they were really yeah. with you yeah. in, in what vision. you were doing. Yeah. You included them. Mm -hmm. yeah. And I think for us, that was even also, there yeah. was something really um, mm -hmm. that probably stirred like a good, a holy jealousy of we right. we don't want our kids to feel like they're off to the side. We yes. want them right. to be like yeah. included yeah. in the yeah. in the mission. And yeah. we had moved to Australia, and and they were with us, and and they were having you know they yeah. as we were raising them, they were having their own encounters with us. But there was something I think when you guys then mm -hmm. invited us to come. Yeah, to Raleigh. That yeah. was like a. This is a whole yeah. family yeah. thing for us as Murray and Ash yeah. Smith. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. I think. Um, mm. I mean, that's so true, um, Ash. Mm -hmm. And you know, in many ways, when the Lord called us to Toronto, we really felt we were called as a family, and yeah. it wasn't just about Duncan and I. Yeah, it was like, Lord, if you're calling us to another nation as a family, yeah, then our children feature quite highly yeah. in that that this is going to be a formation for them in the yeah. ways of god in the ways of the kingdom mm -hmm. and yeah. um you know the toronto revival at the time um was very focused on gathering and people coming to encounter the presence of god yeah and millions so much so that i guess there was a tendency to f maybe for it to look like it was exclusive but the the fruit and the spin-off that was coming yeah. to you know testimonies from people around the world who would go back to their own place yeah their own nations and God would break out and you know yeah. and it was hearing that marriages had been yeah. restored and families yeah. people were getting delivered from drug addiction yeah. um you know on and on people who were getting physically healed yes. and you know people Ooh. getting saved Thank through you. testimony and yeah. but what I was so grateful um, was that John and Carol Arna modeled to us that single focus oh, about wow. all we want is the Holy Spirit. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, because yeah. they knew that if we could focus on him for our lives as individuals and corporately, yeah. then that kind of takes care of everything else that yeah. we have to do yeah. with. Yeah. And um, yeah. yeah, and you know, as you've been sharing, Kate and Maureen Ash, I, I think it, it was so profoundly astonishing for Kate and I when we got to Toronto at last yeah. and tasted the same power that I had tasted at university. Yeah. Then I tasted again when we were together in Newcastle yeah. that you guys were experiencing. And here we were now in the actual epicenter mm -hmm. yeah. of 
the revival. And what we saw in John and Carol was this single focus, you know, on the inbreaking of the Holy Spirit. Yeah. Yet at the same time, this this absolute um, uh, like uh, deep revelation that it wasn't so much the power, although the power was like, wow, yes, yes. the power, yeah. but it was the love, yes. Yes. the yeah. love yeah. that the Holy Spirit was bringing. Yeah. That's the love of the Father. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And the love of the father towards his son, the love of the son towards his father, yeah. the love being of the Holy Spirit being the very love between the father yes. and the son. Yeah. And that that love is the love that Jesus, the beloved, came to give us all yeah. when yeah. he came in the incarnation. And then he came and he died on the cross. And yes. when, when I found out that John and Carol were so deeply, profoundly rooted in the yeah. cross yeah. and burial and resurrection of Jesus Christ and yeah. And so powerful, strong in the word of God, it just felt so safe yes. and then helped us to discover that God, this awesome mm. creator, mm. Father, Son and Holy Spirit, Jesus came to reveal that he's daddy. Yes. Yeah. And yes. that he's not just daddy of the universe. Yes. He's my daddy. Yes. He's your daddy. He's yeah. your daddy. That's right. He's yeah. your daddy. He is family. He's family. Yes. He's family. Yes. Yeah. And I think as well, wow. mm. what was so... Friend. With so, the many sons yeah. in the sun. Yeah. But what was so stunning was that although John and Carol were very single focused about welcoming the Holy Spirit into everything, mm. yeah. behind the scenes, they were so um, focused on making sure that we were healthy as, as individuals yeah. in our yeah. marriage, yes. marriage, that we would go through a journey yeah. of healing yes. of the heart where we would heal the oh, wounds. Oh, yeah. All the things that would actually stop us yeah. from being fruitful, yeah. but also even staying together and being married. Yeah. And yeah. I think, you know, when revival looks like family, oh, it's really having a value for healthy families yeah. too yes. in the anointing, in the presence of God. And yeah. um, it was interesting what you were saying, that you began to see that God was doing a work in our hearts. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, you know, you don't always see how you do get transformed by God. No. Yeah, that's true. But over time, I guess it becomes more noticeable. Yes. Yeah, we could see the difference in the way you two related to each other and also in the way you related to your your girls yeah, yeah. and the way you related to others. And including you guys. Including us. <laughs> yes. yeah, yeah, yeah. I still remember being <laughs> in Sydney Airport in, what, 2007 and, uh, and you guys saying, you know, you and you maybe want to unpack the journey, how you got to Raleigh a little bit more. But you guys saying, you know, we're, we're going, we want you to invite you to come. Yeah. And such a such an invitation of love. Yeah. yeah. Because we were sort of in a place where, you know, I was working as an accountant, working really long hours, you know, having a, you know, having been reawakened mm. to some degree to the Holy Spirit. Mm. Yeah. Because um, we'd had a, father, yeah, yeah, the love of the Father and, you know, having some encounters and, Going to see Bill Johnson and other things in Australia, and going to see John and Carol himself. Yeah, yeah. In, in Australia, and you know, Carol's yeah. finger kind of, you know. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, and we felt so mothered and fathered by them. Yeah, as yeah. Well. even though yeah. they didn't know us yeah. so yeah. well, yeah. they yeah. welcomed us both. in. They yeah, did. yeah. And so that invitation was a sense of yeah. the father saying, "I see you. Yeah, yeah. I know you. I'm, I, I haven't left you aside because mm. to some degree I had felt a little cast aside. Yeah, and him saying no, I, I'm I'm calling you into a yeah. fresh experience yeah. 
in, and it's in the context of family. Come on. Yeah. And so we, you know, and of course, it's just like the Lord to put you into family yeah. to actually deal with the issues of your heart. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and yeah, so we can talk about that in a minute, but it, I don't know. Yeah. You know, you know, Murray, I, you're reminding me as you say that of, of the journey that the Holy Spirit allowed the two of you to go on, because, you know, I remember when Kate and I invited you. It's funny, I, I'd forgotten that it was in Sydney Airport. I was thinking that it was, you know, I always remember a, a, a particular lunchtime. Yeah, well, it may have been as well, but but stands... we definitely talked to both times. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and I remember we invited you to come to get a taste. Mm. Actually, Kate and I were like secretly, you know, we really want them to come because God's spoken to us about yeah. that. Yeah. But before they come, we'd kind of like them to go on a journey and get their hearts a little more healed. Yes. Up, right. That's what we. Yeah. Wow, and also <laughs> to get exposed to those values yeah, of, sure. of knowing the Father, yeah. because I think. When we begin to realize that God is not only all powerful creator God yeah. at arm's, right. arm's length, he's, yeah. he's actually a very intimate father. Yeah. And he's the father that we've never really had, yeah. all of us. You know, many of us have not been fathered too well yeah. or consistently well. Yeah. And so there's a lack, there's, the, the, there's a hole in our heart in that sense where his love needs to come yes but i think you know just realizing that the father is always wanting his sons yes. and daughters oh, to yeah. come yeah yeah and us that actually family. he wants us to begin to emulate what that relationship really looks like on the earth yes. so that yeah. you know we don't just give up on people too quickly but we walk with them through the highs and the lows yeah, of the exactly. relationship. And, Absolutely. You know, we found that time and time, time again. Time and right? time again. And, you know, you guys came to Cape Town before you came to Raleigh. We did, yeah, yes, we for did. a week. You know. Yeah. yeah, we came to do an ill song with you. Yes, uh, international, international, international leader school, which, yeah. Yeah, you know, and the the Holy Spirit was is on those schools. I mean, oh, we're, yeah. we're resurrecting those schools again. Yes. But, you know, it was a very powerful week for both of you. And I remember. Yeah. 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 yeah I had a I had a moment. Um, in that week when you were preaching on the nurturing heart mm -hmm. of God. And it was the first message I'd ever heard yes. about the nurturing heart of the father. And so I was ripe and ready. And I oh. just, and actually almost as soon as you started speaking, the Lord gave me almost a flashback to actually quite a traumatic memory. I, mm -hmm. I had kind of buried it, I think, but the Lord took me back and gave me a flashback because mm -hmm. he loved me so much mm -hmm. and yes. wanted to bring yeah. healing and mm -hmm. the, the pain out of my heart. And I remember you, and as you were preaching, and I was kind of soaking it up, but also just seeing this video play before me. Mm. And, and I was just in tears. And actually at the end of the message, I just remember you saying, now, as I've been speaking, some of you, even, you know, like you've, you've said about your, your mom, she did the best, but she did the best job that she could. And about your dad, but he did the best job that he, yeah. he could. But actually, right now, the father's mm. inviting you mm. to actually forgive them. And 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 yes. and you need to acknowledge that there's some yeah. forgiveness there. And in that moment, because the painful memory was related to my mom, um, the, the Holy Spirit just mm. kind of ripped off that. Yes. The, the scab, and I was able to process the pain and encounter that nurture 
from the father. And it, I, I would say it's probably been one of my most significant yes. um, encounters. Yeah, um, good job, Kate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Was, thank you, Holy Spirit. Yeah. <laughs> but I think that's what, where you and your healing were, were able mm. to impart yeah. that. And I was in a room full of people yeah. and everyone was yeah. having encounters. But yes. it was so individual and personal to me. Yeah. But out of your healing, yeah. you, the Lord ministered to me. Yes. It's just incredible, which it yeah. is. And you know the amazing thing, Ash. You know, here we are now, thirteen yeah. years later. Yeah. Yes. And I'm watching you on Sunday. Yeah. You and Murray. And there's one of the young adults in our church. Yeah. And you know the meeting's over, and you're there with her, yeah. and tears are pouring down her face. And you're pouring, no doubt, I don't know any of the circumstances, but I could just see, I could feel it in my spirit. There's the love of the Father, yes. the, the, the mother heart of God, the nurturing yeah. heart yeah. of Daddy God, yes. who is both father and mother, and both and neither, all at the yes. same time, yeah. <laughs> because he's God. Yes. And he's just pouring love through you into this particular mm -hmm. girl, you know, and... Yeah. And that's the thing, isn't it? Yeah. You know, it's it's this love that we've received. It flows. And it can only flow to the measure that we really allow ourselves to be healed. Yeah. Yeah. Heart. Yeah. 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 And we learn to give it away. And we learn yeah. to give it away. And that was the thing about planting the church here was mm. it was, you know, what God was doing in Toronto was so amazing, but it was too good to hold to it. Yeah. Come on. Like, yeah. And so put, God put that in your heart to birth this church yeah. as uh, as a way of reaching the nation and then the nations yeah. as a yeah by god's yeah. grace a church planting church yeah um to to actually see the love of god and that that encounter with the father's love and the grace oh, of god. jesus mm -hmm. and the power of the holy spirit having the issues of the heart healed and actually see that yeah. then multiplied mm. into different communities yeah, yeah. um it, it, you know no doubt you know a great mission from god that he yeah. Put your put into your yeah. guys' heart that we were so happy to join into. Yeah. And we're so glad you yeah. joined in. <laughs> we are. And you know, I just think people ask us, you know, what's it like, you know, two brothers yes. kind of working together. And, yeah. You know, you always say, Well, you know, Murray and Asher kind of the kinder version of <laughs> <laughs> And there's kind of a bit of truth there, but you know, it's all tongue in cheek. But it's very complimentary. It's complimentary. We're very complimentary yeah. in yeah. our gifts. And I, I think that's the thing. When I think of a family, yeah. you know, you've got lots of things going on. People are at different stages of life, doing different things, you know, some are more challenging, some are more passive. And you, you've got all those dynamics yeah. as you're working in a team. Yeah. But, you know, honestly, you were able to come and be um, the pastors that this church needed. Yeah. You know, yeah. another mum and dad, the mum and dad, yeah. just like Duncan and I, perhaps in, in that situation. But really be present with the congregation, yeah. be yeah. present with people. And you've got a reputation for being really great at relationships and <laughs> helping couples <laughs> totally awesome yeah totally awesome i mean it's just like the lord though to you know he puts us into family I, you know yeah. part of the reason why he puts us into family is actually to obviously to bring a sense of stability and security yes. yeah. and strength because because we know we're in a committed relationship that that we know we're going to make it through no matter what mm. right but, but the very nature of the family is that it creates tension 
and there's issues that come up in your heart. Yeah. There's I mean, we've known each other for for such a long time, uh, and you being my my older brother, you know, yeah. my biggest brother. Yeah. You know, there's all there's that dimension. Me being the younger yeah. brother, yeah. you know, and so yeah. uh, it's just like the Lord to bring us yeah. into that dynamic yeah. to put you with whether it's actual natural family or or uh, in a spiritual family, but to put you into connection with people yeah. that are yeah. going to bring strength, but also really rub yes. off the, the, the yes. issues of heart. Mm -hmm. And I, I, you know, my journey over the last 12 years, of 11 years of being here, you know, part of that is God using the both of you in our relationship yeah. together yeah. to actually really go deep yeah. and to deal with the performance issues yeah. and to deal with a sense of insecurity and unworthiness and all of those things that are holding yeah. back. And, you know, we can pray, Lord, you know, help us get over, overcome that. And, yeah. you know, we, we pray into that and that's good. But he actually also uses relationships yeah. and maturity to develop maturity skills yeah. and to develop our spiritual walk that actually yeah. helps us become all the people that we, God's called, you know, who, who yeah. he's called us yeah. to be. Yeah, and, that, that, that's, yeah. that's so profound, Murray. Yeah. And I think that right now in the midst of the uh, COVID pandemic uh, where, you know, churches have not been able to meet um and although i'm very grateful that our church we made the decision uh, our governor having been sued allowed yeah. the churches to meet again yeah. which i'm i'm so grateful yeah. for so yeah. we've been meeting since late june um and and you know with 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 a wonderful hand of the lord upon us giving us you know success in that meeting again and but I don't think I've known any time in my lifetime where I've heard so much discussion around whether Sunday morning church is relevant or not. Right. And whether even being part of an organized church is relevant or yes. not. Yeah. And I think that the conclusion I've come to, first of all, is that, you know, we didn't understand that this whole journey has helped us to understand that church does not exist for us. Right. It exists for Christ. Yes. It exists Amen. for Jesus. Yeah. We are his bride. Yes. He's our bridegroom. But we exist as a bride for him. Yeah. That's the first thing I've realized. And the second thing I've realized is that he doesn't want a, to me to be his bride on my own. Right. He's looking for us, us. to be his bride globally across the world. Yeah. And actually, therefore, the very most wonderful place that he wants us all to be in mm. is in family yes. is in community yes. whether it's relational family yeah. directly yeah. whether it's uh non-relational mm. family but most of all as the family of god yeah. yeah and if i think this year has been the year of the family i know it was prophesied by by some mm. and yet the family the the spiritual family has been the most challenged mm -hmm. and the natural family has been the most yeah, challenged. Right? You yeah. know, um, we were forced together in our homes yeah. during lockdown. Yeah. And, and for some people, that was a very hard, hard yeah. damaging very. experience. Yeah. And then for others, they were like, wow, this is bliss. We yeah. get to spend time with our yeah. family. Rediscovered our family. But, you know, I think also there's been the, the question of, well, what does the spiritual family of God look like yes. when we can't, traditionally meet together but yet we still need to be interconnected and accountable 
as though we were in a family unit. Mm-hmm. Um, but also the need for that ongoing relational discipleship, walking together, you seeing me, you knowing me, mm-hmm. you understanding me, you helping me overcome. Yes, I think is greater than never before. Yeah. So yeah, I, yeah. yeah. So I don't yeah. know what you think of of that as yeah, a yeah. statement. Yeah, it's really good. I think um, when I when in my mind when I think about family, I think, and actually even in um, where it talks about it in the Bible, I think it, tradition like what is the modern family now is not mm. really. It, it used to be that that there would be generations living together in mm-hmm. in a home and yes. i and that's what i i think of when i think of like the spiritual family it's yes. multi-generational it's yeah. it's it's mothers and fathers it's grandparents it's mm-hmm. teenagers it's children it's even the the servants that would have mm-hmm. been a yeah. part of that included yeah. in the yes. family yeah. and i think in that that's like the intention of of the father yeah. and and he wants to grow that family yeah. like he he doesn't want it to be a skinny bride he wants yes. to grow it and he mm-hmm. wants to um he wants a place for everyone and for everyone's gifts to be activated and yeah. and for people to to not just receive but to give yeah. Yeah. give their part yeah. and to play their part and yeah. i just i think when we're all kind of celebrating and working together um it's a it's actually a really wonderful and beautiful yeah thing yeah i agree and i, I think he wants whole hu- whole households to be saved yeah you know, we see that yes. you know clearly in acts and other places yeah. where yeah you know it's households not just an yes. individual but yes. the household getting saved yes. yeah um and i think that's an exciting it is an exciting thing and actually i i for me my experience actually even as someone who grew, didn't grow up in the church yeah um actually coming into the family of God happened for me before I attended a church on Sunday. Yes. Mm. Uh, it was actually through a couple who just laid their life down to, mm. to yeah. make room for me mm. in their family and yeah. to demonstrate the love of the father yeah. in the way that they related husband and wife to each other, in the mm. way they related to their kids. Yeah. And I feel like in this, in this season, even more, um, God wants to, uh, mm. He's bringing healing yeah. amongst the family of God in marriages. Yeah. In yeah. Uh, far, you know, He wants to use even this COVID season yeah. to. He's bringing up the stuff, bringing yeah. it up and out because yeah. He wants yeah. to deal with it, yeah. because He wants us to be healthy for when He wants to bring those who don't know Him yet yeah. into yes. His family. Exactly, where we can be a a, a place yeah. for them to come and encounter His love even before they attend. Yeah, yes, I mean, it's so good. And that's why I'm so, so grateful to the Lord for our ministries like, you know, Restoring the Foundations, mm-hmm. yeah. Sozo, um, HeartSync, Emmanuel. I mean, there's, yeah. you know, Elijah House, there's Tempting yeah. Streams. There's so many that help us overcome the issues of the yes. heart. But, you know, what we've also been learning is that, you know, spiritual we can we can have great spiritual maturity but still be lacking in relational maturity yes, that's so good and, and, and human and our own human development in the way that our we relate to each other how we regulate yeah. our joy <clears throat> are we able to return to joy quickly yeah. are we able to remain in peace despite the circumstances around us and yeah. and so I, I i think you know that's where being in family mm-hmm. yeah it doesn't you know, there's a whole dimension of learning to to live in that relational dynamic and yeah. develop my own relational skills. I can't 
I can't pray in how to return to joy, but I can learn how to practice yes. returning to joy, if that makes sense. Yeah. Right? Because, yeah. because there's a natural skill that needs to be developed. Yeah. 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 Which because, you learn yeah. from someone who's often more skilled yes. than yeah. you. And or maybe so, somebody like hasn't set boundaries before. Yeah. You can't say, oh, Lord, heal me of not being able to set boundaries. He can heal us of the issues of why we're not able to say no or yes. But actually, often we need to learn from yeah. someone else in the family who's who's further ahead than us. Yeah. That skill. Yeah. That's why I'm so yeah. grateful for like Danny Silk, Danny yes. and Sherry, you know, teaching on keep your confrontation, love on. how to keep your love on. All of that is the relational yeah. skills that, yeah. that go that actually are from Ash's, what Ash just said with her yeah. testimony. Yeah. Developing those skills is as actually more important because God's more interested in character than gifting. Yeah, it's more important than being able to lay hands yeah, on the sick and prophesy. I mean, those things are really important and valuable. But if we don't have that no. solid foundation of relationship mm -hmm. and the maturity skills, actually, so, we can do damage. Well, and so also, it, you know, just just to add, character is so important to yeah. the Lord. Yeah. yeah, you know, we can learn ministry ministry skills and yeah. and all those things. But actually, the rubber hits the road yeah. when we are in a community. And we learn how to honor one another mm -hmm. through the way that we listen to them, the yes. way we connect, the way we listen to our spouse and our children. Yeah. Um, I think that's kind of a, a like a reality check, yes. right? You know, it's the litmus um, test. It's the, the litmus test, test you know, sure. um, because the gifts yeah. of God, God will always give us his anointing and his yeah. spiritual gifts. But he, he almost invites us into an invitation Yes. of saying are you willing to learn what it means to honor yes. just like i've learned to honor jesus my son yeah and my holy spirit yeah. Yeah, yeah you know so i think you know it, it's but it's a safe place too yeah, yeah. you know in a, a context of relationship mm -hmm. yeah. where you can be vulnerable and know that you've made a mistake but you're not going to get rejected. Yes. Yeah. There's there's love that covers yeah. our sin and yeah, yeah. all those things. Yeah, I think it's it's easy for us to misunderstand, uh, isn't it? That because I'm if I'm anointed, mm -hmm. that's an endorsement of my character. Yes. Yeah. And actually, you know, we see that, don't we? Yeah. You know, we see itinerant ministers yeah. or people that you know are very anointed, but we wonder why. Their character is yeah. seemingly so out of, yeah. you know, uh, is is seemingly so immature, and they do the things. And you know, we hear about you know um, ministers of the gospel, you know, who are so anointed, and yet we find out on the news, sadly, that you know that they've the they've got same sex attraction, or they've had a a moral failure, or yeah. you know, they've inappropriate financial you know dealings, and yeah. so on and so That's forth, that, things yeah. that. Yeah. Things that are just, you know, just so shocking to us because that person's just so anointed yeah. Yeah. and has such public profile. Um, and and I think it's something that that's where ch being part of local church and being in family and revival yeah. looking like family yeah. is so important because that's where the context of family doesn't allow you to get yeah. away with yeah. no. being yeah. really anointed and having really low character. Yeah. Yeah. You or know, being, treating people badly. And yeah. Treating yeah. people badly, you know? exactly. Yeah. You yeah, just can't get away with it. Yeah, yeah, because you're going to spend time outside of the ministry context with right. each other. Right. And I would say that's one of the things that I have really 
valued about John and Carol, mm-hmm. you know, that I valued about you, mm-hmm. and that we're learning is valued that, about you. Yes. It's that authenticity of I yeah. want to be the same person. I want to see the same person that you are yeah. on the platform. Yeah. yeah, I want to see the reality of that character when you're with your family and I think it's been modeled well for us through John and Carol it really has by the grace of God we'll continue to model that yeah you know yeah that's so good communities yeah and and it's in the narrow place of relationship yeah it's where that really gets formed within us yeah Yeah. it's like um I remember about 10 years ago probably the Holy Spirit spoke to me out of Psalm 4 verse 2 Mm-hmm. which you can read in the Hebrew. Most translations will say something like, you've relieved me in my distress. Mm-hmm. But you can read it in the Hebrew. You could read it as, you've enlarged me in the narrow place. Mm-hmm. And there's something about the the narrow place, the confinement of relationship. Yeah. A family. A family, whether it's blood family or spiritual family, yeah. where you actually have to put into practice things like Matthew 18, if your brother sins against you, go to him. And yeah. if he listens, you gain mm-hmm. a brother. It's in, it's in that context. It's yeah. the, the narrow place. And, you know, even through this whole COVID season, while people have been under squeeze, yeah. You know, you, when you get squeezed, you see what comes out. But yeah, and sometimes that's scary. Yes. But but you also it, it actually Shock. helps you to get enlarged in the spirit. Yeah. In, yes. in the in the realm of your relationships. Yeah. So that narrow squeeze actually brings the enlargement. It does. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. And you know, speaking of the narrow place of relationship, you know, you mentioned Danny Silk and. And, and Danny Silk defines confrontation as, I quote, two people face to face bringing attention to an unresolved issue that needs to be adjusted. Mm-hmm. You know, Great. Murray and Ash, you're both shepherds after God's own heart. So are you, Kate. And, you know, Jeremiah 3.15, you're shepherds after God's own heart and you're very loving pastors. You know, what are some of the keys that, that those that are listening and viewing um what are some of the keys yeah. of working as team together you know that that lower anxiety diffuse tension yeah. and uh, lower the stakes in confrontation mm-hmm. you know how can we be more godly in our confrontation mm-hmm. very good question yeah. I, I mean i i think if if you if you look at the goal of confrontation, and for me, the goal of confrontation is not for me to be right and for me to win. Mm. It's actually for me to come and almost hold up a mirror to you and say, look, do you realize, you know, what, what's going on for you or how your, what your behavior is doing and how it's affecting others or how it's affecting me? Yeah. Do you realize? And, and so it's more to, and so in that process of, of I, I want to, I don't want to prove to you that I'm right about this issue, but what I want to do is just raise the issue and say, can you, do you see this? Mm. And, and let's, let's, let's get to the heart of why. And, yeah. and so I'm going to come to you, not just to barrage you with um, mm. accusations, but to try and understand what's going, mm. as I say to you, look, do you realize what you mm. said? And how that affected me or how that yes. affected someone else and hold up a mirror yeah. to you. But then in that, I, I don't want to just say, oh, so therefore I'm right. I actually want to get to the heart of it and say, and maybe ask some questions to to understand what's going on in your heart yeah. before I even express 
you know, what I think it is the situation. Yes, yeah, very good. Yeah, I mean, Stephen Covey's success principle is seek first to understand, then be understood. But mm. I like the way how uh, Proverbs 20, verse 5, it says, the purposes of a man's heart are like deep, deep waters, but a man of understanding draws it out. And I used to think that being a man of understanding was somebody that would have all of the answers. But actually, if you look at, if you, if you think about that, I felt the Holy Spirit speak to me one day and he said, actually, to be a man of understanding is to ask the right questions. Yeah. And so if you were, you know, because the reality is we can look at an, an, an individual, the gossip happens when we look at an individual and we ascribe a motive yeah, and we make, a, we make a judgment about their motive and we start to tell others about what's going to happen, what, you know, what happened, because we haven't got the courage to go and have that yeah. conversation. Yeah. That's it. Secondly, I think mm. the reality is we don't, it's very easy to ascribe a motive or put judgment on them, but we actually haven't understood the deep waters of their heart. What's, going on? what's actually going on in their heart. And mm. so to be able to, to be a man of understanding or a person of understanding mm. to me is about just really what Ash said of bringing out, asking the good questions to help them see what is the deep water of their heart, wow. which isn't generally the issue that's presented. Yes. But, but yeah. there's, a, there's always an issue there's below, below the issue. Be, mm. Ask the questions right. to mm. get to that Shock and then up, help up, them up. to see, and then and then help them see a different perspective. Yeah, that's yeah. good. Yeah, that's And really I think good. as well, if, if you're trying to foster a culture of being vulnerable and vulnerability with one another, there also has to be a culture of safety. Right. So that if somebody expresses some deep personal issues that, you know, we're being confidential, we're not going blabbing and we're not yeah. ascribing judgment to that situation. Yeah. Like you say, we're understanding. But also I think many of us are quite defensive when it comes to being corrected. Yes. Because we've had bad examples yeah. from our teachers yeah. and our parents or we've been shamed yeah. for, for doing something wrong yeah, and true. so we we almost have to relearn yes yeah. we have to relearn well what what does being safe what what does being honest um what does it mean does yeah. it does it mean i will get rejected because somebody's going to think i'm horrible and shameful or is it wow they really love me and are committed to me. Yeah, and I think so there's so much about somebody walking through a journey of beginning to feel safe enough yeah. to be able to say, I want to be accountable. I yeah. need you to speak into my life where there's maybe some areas of, you know, blind spots where we walk into habitual sin or, mm -hmm. you know, we don't understand why we walk into things that trip us up. Mm. You know, many of us self-sabotage we yeah. sabotage the su success yeah. because we're afraid to go there yeah. and we it's so much easier to sort of dwell yeah. on you know something yeah. from the past and yeah. so yeah. i think again you know i think offering tools is so important yeah. but it's not just tools it's actually having a relationship with maybe just one or two people that you feel you can be really safe with yes. and can be yourself. And yeah, if you so had a, a moment where you just lost it all, yeah. that they wouldn't think anything less of you. That's yeah. it. I think, you Which know, is kind of family, isn't it? it? Yeah. It's yeah. kind of family, but yeah. I know, you know because of our own experiences that family hasn't always been a safe place. No, that's, so that's true. There's like, we need the Holy Spirit to mm, help yeah. us. Mm, that's a good You've point. You've got to help me understand what you mean god by a healthy family yeah. healthy yeah. father yeah. healthy mother Brothers healthy sibling relationships yeah. where we can express what we need yes. without being 
angry, aggressive, judgmental, whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, and I think so even that dynamic has worked out with us as yes, couples. That, yeah, you know, yeah. we've had to understand one another, haven't we, to yeah. um, see where we were getting defensive or triggering one another um, and begin to be honest and say, you know, when you said that, that was mm. hurtful. Mm. And, you know, and, and begin to see that God wants to do more work between us so that yeah. we can yeah. honour one another in, yes. the, in the journey. Yeah. Yes, very, very good. Yeah, I, create it. Oh, sorry, you go. I was just going to say, Ash, that there's that proverb. I, I forget where it is. In fact, why don't I just ask Siri? Hey, Siri, where does it say in the Bible, better are the wounds of a friend than the kisses of an enemy? Yeah. Proverbs 27, verse 6. Right. Yeah. By the way, Siri, fantastic way of <laughs> looking up the Bible. Bible. She yeah. knows the Bible from beginning to end. Or he. As long as you, can, <laughs> She's read that as long as you can get. Once or twice. Yeah. So, you know, very think true. about that. You know, better are the wounds of a friend yeah. than the kisses mm -hmm. of an enemy. Mm -hmm. yeah. Yeah. To me, when I think about that, it speaks to the underlying level of relationship. relationship yeah. And I remember John Arna always teaching me, teaching us, all of us, the four of us, you know, you can't take a five-ton truckload of correction yeah. over a one-ton bridge of relationship. Yeah. And to me, that, that means that you're better off having a five-ton bridge of relationship yeah. and then having five one-ton you know, trucks going over it. In other words, you know, build up that relational trust and equity, that safe place yeah. is then created that Kate's talking yeah. about. And then making sure that the motive of my heart, yeah. like you were talking about, Ash, that the motive of my heart truly is pure. Yeah. And I'm not just trying to be right here. Yeah. I'm not trying to be the boss yeah. or be the, you know, yeah. the, the dad that's going to correct and whatever. But actually... What I'm sharing is truly, mm. truly motivated out of a heart of love. love. Yeah, it's yeah. very good. Yeah. And, yeah. I, and, I, and I think your idea of five one-ton trucks yeah. is really important because sometimes we don't deal with issues. Come on. And, they, and when we could do, yeah. and then they build, and then something else happens and it builds, and all of a sudden we've got a 10-ton truck. Yeah, we load that, the truck that, right that, up. That blows up <laughs> rather, yeah. rather than being more on the front foot of just dealing with the issues. I mean, the yeah. Bible, as the Bible say, catch the little foxes before they spoil the vineyard. Yeah, yeah. yeah. very good. And that, that approach takes more commitment and intentionality. It does. It does. Yeah. And sometimes doing revival as family oh, is so much more work on the front end, yes. but pays dividends. And yeah. I think so often we want instant results. We want yeah. our church to look all healthy and shiny, yeah. or we want the relationships to be... But the reality is there's there's a lot of mess that has to come up. Yeah. And like you say, being preemptive to, to work on things. And I was just thinking about just even working together as husband and wife. It's so much easier to say, well, you go and do that on your own. Yeah. But actually to commit to work together as yeah. husband and wife and, yeah. and even understand how we're, we're wired Quite differently, differently yeah. and we learn differently. We read the scriptures differently. We preach differently. We yes. do everything differently. Yeah. Right? Gain appreciation. To appreciate that just yeah, because yeah. you're different doesn't mean you're wrong. Yeah, yeah. yeah. that was and a big one for me and I. Yeah. For, 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 for me. Yeah. 
<laughs> why Murray why I'm interrupting Kate sorry no, but it's, it's so true but yeah, yeah give us an example because you know um, when we started when we started to yeah we started to teaching at the school there, for instance you know at, yeah. our, at our school of ministry school of revival she just did it all wrong didn't she Murray well she started yeah she would start to you know, she, when she, she when that she, woman when was that woman? well that's what happens when you get triggered isn't it you go yeah. from being my wife to that woman yeah but anyway um you know, she would, Ash would say things in a way that I wouldn't say it and, and I would want to jump in and, and I not that I just didn't want to jump in. Sometimes I actually did jump in. Right. And tell, I, you know, oh no, kind of, and, my wife's and, looking at me, Mark. And say something uh, and she'd be like, yeah, I was about to say that. Yeah. But because she was getting to it in a different way. Exactly. Yeah. I, I, I had to, I literally Listen. had to learn to sit on my hands. Uh-huh. Yeah. And just calm that. And actually, to be honest, <laughs> if, I'm, if I'm really honest, some of it was pride. Uh-huh. Right, because yeah. I think I can do it. Because we know we can do it better, don't we, Mark? Where, where? Um, <laughs> I, I used to think that. I don't know. I don't anymore. Either, anymore. Okay. So, um, just have to keep yeah, being so reminded. I, I know what that's like. You know, you having yeah. to, having to learn how to navigate and create room for each other. Yeah. But that's where coming back to learning how to, you know, steward your relationship and learning the relational skills. Yeah. Yeah. Um, rather than just losing your mind yeah. about something is yeah really well, right yeah and i also think and i and i just want to commend you uh, thanks yeah yeah you have got public please come on make that <laughs> 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 I've, I've, you have really grown oh, thank you have actually I appreciate grown. That. Grown, i've noticed that yeah you have you and have. i'm having to learn to yeah, so she's on the other foot now, yeah, isn't yeah, it? Oh, yeah. oh, now yeah. that I found my voice. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's yeah, Thanks for recognizing but, that. <laughs> but I think the other thing is, is in to me with the whole thing, when I think of like revival looking like family, yeah. it's like Kate said, there it, it sometimes it's it takes a bit longer and sometimes it's a bit messy. And so even in that context of allowing the differences and celebrating the the kind of different facets that each of us as men and women, husbands and wives, yeah. and even Murray and Ash, Duncan and Kate, yeah, and, and other kids, people, general, different generation, yeah, is, is celebrating the differences that we each bring that represent another facet of the father. Yeah. And, and then creating a context where even we don't have to do it oh, perfectly. Um, before we're given as we're given opportunity yeah. and and there is creating that place where it's okay in relationships yeah. in leading in whatever in family to actually be yourself and not the perfect version of yourself and not wear mistakes. a mask yeah. and make mistakes yeah. and know that you're still going to be loved yeah. there may be some correction but it's not going to be I'm going to bring the hammer down it's like like you said dunk I love you so much I've invested I'm invested in this yeah. relationship. Yeah where I'm going to walk, let's walk through this together. Yeah. You don't have to be perfect. Yeah. I can help you with this and you can help me. And I'm still going to give you an opportunity to yeah. be yeah. you. Which Jesus yeah. modeled so well he with did. disciples. He did, yeah. Yeah, yeah I, he, he really did. And I think that that's where, you know, there's something in us all when we're walking, seeking significance in all the wrong places. Yeah. There's something in us all that responds to the news that somebody's fallen mm-hmm. or the news that somebody's made a mistake that fills us with glee yes. because now, wow, this is our opportunity to get ahead. 
Whereas when we're truly walking in love and we hear that, you know, somebody's child, uh, you know, has had some issue or or somebody's marriage has had some issue or somebody's made some mistake. And we go into this immediate sense of, oh, my goodness, I'm still going to believe the best. I'm believing that my our heavenly daddy, their heavenly daddy is going to work all things yeah, together for yeah. good. How can we restore yeah. this one? Yeah. How can we bring the best out of this situation? Yeah. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And I. Yeah. So good. I often feel like it's there for the grace of God. Go on. Oh, yeah. You know, the fact that yeah. our children still love Jesus. Mm. You know, there are other people that have had high profile ministries and their children are not walking with the Lord. And yeah. as one of our friends says, our children are still working on their testimony. And I think it it just gives you a lot of compassion that actually, wow, life isn't always perfect. Even though this is where we're going, this is what we know is God's best. We're still living in a fallen earth. Yeah, we're making tons of mistakes. Where our children and our church people are walking in the world, being salt and light, but they trip up, they get caught out um you know they get caught into sin and um and i think that's the beautiful thing about the church yeah is if we're really loving like jesus and yeah. the father is yeah that we won't shoot them yes. when they're wounded we won't shoot each other when we we will be the hospital yeah. medical center that they need mm-hmm. so that they can be healed again yes to to live in this world yeah yeah be successful yeah. be successful yeah, yeah. but also be able to overcome yeah yeah. yeah it's so good i like what our friend michael brodeer says you know that family exists for the next generation yes. yeah and so i think there's a there's a dimension of what you know what you're saying about um you know being a safe place yeah. it's creating room for others creating this place of um you can fail but we're still going to be there for mm-hmm. you because actually what we and then we're going to restore you because really what we want is for you to go further than we've gone before. yeah we want yes. you to you know, fly yeah yes. and um and and for us to be able to have that that mindset where we don't have to be the biggest person in the room mm. or have all the answers yeah. but actually love people nurse them back to life where they need to be nursed back mm. to but instilling into them destiny yeah. and a sense of purpose yeah. and calling out the gift of god in them yeah. cheering them on and then seeing them go further, it, you know, is a great joy to be able to do as family. Because if you don't, and it's really anchored into family, isn't it? Because yes. if you don't take a family approach, you're actually threatened by the success Everybody of other else. people. So yeah, true. which is what you're saying That's about, so you know, therefore, getting gleeful about someone else's shortcomings. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, you know, I'm reminded of Jesus. I was reading just the other day in the parable of the denarius, where it talks about a. Uh, a certain landowner and he goes and he finds some people and he says to them early in the morning, Hey, uh, listen, I'd like you to come and work for me for mm-hmm. a denarius yeah. for a day's work. Yeah. And they're like, yes, thank you very much. Cause they weren't working. They were, you know, unemployed when he found them. So off they go and they go to work. And then, you know, a couple of hours later, he sees another group. Then middays at lunchtime, he sees another group. He offers each group a denarius. Yes. Then he gets to the, you know, middle of that afternoon, and he offers them a denarius. Then he gets to within an hour of the very end, and he offers them to come and work for him for a denarius. Well, actually, he doesn't tell them. The others, he doesn't tell them how much. That's right. But he gets to the end, and he gives them all a denarius. And the ones that work the hardest complain, the longest rather, 
complained and said, why were we not given a denarius? And he says, am I not able to gift whatever I please? Are you jealous of my generosity that I can give to each one whatever I please? And to me, that speaks of revival looks like family. Right. It looks like we're all going to get the same reward. And we must never forget that the person that we're leading that's messed up really badly or the particular family that's had a real difficult situation or whatever it might be, that when we remember that the same God and Father of us all loves that one, loves us as much as he loves them, and we're all actually going to ultimately get the same reward in that, you know, because he can choose to do that if he wishes. Yeah. Yeah, incredible. It makes us a whole lot more walk with a whole lot more humility as leaders, I think. Yeah. Because it's all about Jesus, actually. It is. It's not about my character. Oh, aren't I the most amazing, powerful character, the leader of Catch the Fire? Yeah. No. I my, my character, the Lord's working on my character, thank goodness. Yes. And my character is where my character is. But it's only where it is by the grace of God yes. and the reward of God's presence himself. Yeah. And if God is able to work with me, God can work with you, Mark. Yes, yeah. so good. Mm. I, mean, I immediately think of, I think it's 1 Corinthians 1, right about verse 30, where it says God is, you know, Jesus is our wisdom, but he's not just our wisdom, he's our righteousness, he's our purity, mm. he's our sanctification. Yeah. Yes. 1 Corinthians one thirty. Exactly. Yeah, and, and that, that, that actually... You know, and I think about Paul saying, I am what I am by the grace of God. Yeah. You know, but his grace towards me was not without effect. Yeah. I worked harder than anyone. But um, but the reality of remembering, and I think this comes back to a question of how we even treat people that fall, is is that we rem- if we can anchor ourselves into this gentleness of God, really, yeah. which, which is, I, I, I'm only here but yeah. by the grace of God understanding the forgiveness yeah right yeah um the mercy the yeah, mercy we understand the forgiveness and the mercy and yeah. the grace extended to us and you know who yeah. knows when we're in need and yeah. need that mercy yes yeah. that's to right us. and the fact that we don't need that mercy right at the moment yeah. isn't actually our own merit, merit. Yeah. no it's that God's met with us and helped us deal with an issue yes. of our heart. That's yes. actually really, He's already released mercy to us. Mm. Yeah. It's actually helped us to walk free from some of those those issues. Yeah. yeah. And, uh, and we need to stay humble. We yeah. do. And I think, you know, this, what we've just been sharing, is at the heart of true revival. Mm. It's yeah. it's what it's what comes when the God of love himself brings his presence. Yeah. And we're surrounded by the lover. Yeah. yeah. And we're we're loved so well by the beloved himself, yeah. Jesus Christ. Yeah. He's included us forever by grace into yes. his yeah. into union with him. Yeah. And then because we're in union with him, we're on a journey of ever increasing depth into the great heart of love of the Father. And then we have the Holy Spirit, who is the love that's flowed between the eternal beloved and the eternal lover, yes. flowing in us and through yeah. us. And also, if we love God, then we love our brother and sister. Exactly. It's like we can't have the love of God without the dedication yeah. to love uh, uh, yeah. one another. Yeah. And I think so, so often 
you know, we're in this superstar stage platform Christianity where we think it's all about the presence and the anointing and yeah. how amazing you are at ministering. But no, God looks at it completely different. How, yeah. how much do you love your brother? And yeah. did your you, children. And did you offer a, a cup of water yeah. to somebody that was in need? And, yeah. you know, yeah. Jesus said, you know, he, he knew us by those acts of love and kindness and yeah. and so love has to kind of be grounded in, yes. the, in the normal life of of just yeah. living together absolutely you know? yeah it reminds me of you know bob jones going to heaven and god saying to him did you learn how to love mm. yeah you know I, I remember hearing the story of uh the apostle john you know when he was an old man they would wheel you know they bring him out to speak at churches and he would his one message was little children did you learn to love yeah and they would be, you know, people would be getting upset. Yeah. He's still banging on about mm -hmm. love. Yeah. But <laughs> yeah. it is everything, isn't it? It's everything. Well, it is. And we can aspire to love with our mind, but actually if we've not really connected. Encountered. Yeah. Connected with God's heart, yeah. but yeah. our own heart. Yeah. 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 I don't think we know. Yeah, I think it's really are. only tested when someone does something that mm. is opposed to us or different. To our beliefs or different to yeah you know whether it's your relative whether yeah. it's your you know someone you work with out the out i think the quality of our love is tested in yeah. Yeah. in yes. those moments yeah. it's not when everything's good and we're all no. getting on no exactly i remember murray telling me just murray and i were having a conversation just on sunday the day before yesterday and you know we were talking about a certain person that we know we both know and that that person has been gaining was sharing with murray about how they had gained a lot of um love from a community that, that they had been in but murray challenged them to recognize that the the reason that community exists is around is centered around just one dimension of life just one dimension of life yeah. that's what brings them all together and and that actually if anybody disagrees with that one particular dimension then that person is absolutely not allowed into that community and when you and so murray was able to challenge that person that actually jesus said you've heard it said love your neighbor but i say to you love your enemies yes. and it's like it's not until we can see a community walking in love that includes ourselves walking in love towards those who don't think like us yeah. don't act like us don't look like us yeah. that actually we haven't discovered love yet yeah no, that's right. yeah yeah we haven't true. actually truly yeah. discovered yeah. yeah 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 and it's, i yeah. It, it, i mean it's it's incredible it really is and i i'm just thinking about those that are listening today and you know just an encouragement maybe we could just give an encouragement to those with us joining us today. Yeah. Yeah. That yeah. 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 were Ash standards though she was about to say something. Were you Ash or No, I was just gonna say that the even the the whole thing about the enemy, you know, loving your enemy, sometimes in a marriage or with your children, they can feel like an oh, enemy yeah. in the moment. Yes. And yes. And I think that's where mm. the invitation is to walk to access that that great love that we've received yeah. to give it away yeah. in that moment to allow ourselves to yeah. walk in forgiveness. Or... I think that's right. And I think there'll be a lot of folks that 
or there'll be folks that will be listening that, you know, when you really boil down to broken relationships, um, whether it's children that are not walking with the Lord, whether it's, you know, members of churches that have left, you know, whether it's people that are, you know, broken up because or relationships that are broken up because they found out that they're on a different political spectrum, whatever, that when we actually remind ourselves revival looks like family and at the heart of family is the love of God and that we're able to love because he first loved us Mm -hmm. and so if we find ourselves in a deficit of love when we return to our heavenly Mm -hmm. daddy and we posture our hearts before him to receive that love then that and we begin to encounter that love then God fills us with love and when love becomes our motive then we can seek to rebuild those bridges whether it's building bridges towards our children that are that are not walking with the Lord or whether it's rebuilding bridges towards people that have left you know our communities our churches or or whether it's rebuilding you know bridges towards a boss or a colleague at work etc or it's just continuing to encourage our children at home to find that place of love for each other Mm -hmm. even when they seem to be fighting all the time or a husband and a wife or whatever it is and so yeah let's let's just do what kate was suggesting yeah you know to all of those that are listening ash i think you were on to something there as well i think there's going to be people yeah listening let's just pray into that yeah. right yeah now. yeah thank you holy spirit thank you holy spirit yeah thank, thank you lord yeah father we just thank you for your great love yes thank, thank you lord. that you are love yeah. You are the manifestation of love. The Holy Spirit is the love that's flowing between the Father and the Son. And and you are right here with each one of us now. Thank you, Lord. And so, Father, I just I thank you for a deluge of your love to every heart. Lord, you know every person's situation, you know their marriage, you know their work context, you know the relationship with children, with friends, with parents, with whoever, Lord, you know that all the good, the bad, and the ugly. And yes. so, Father, I ask for an outpouring of your radical Whoa. love right now into yes, each and every heart. Thank you yes. that there is no situation Abba. that is too far from you. There is no situation that is too far from your redemption, from your redeeming love. Yes. Thank you that your love was shown to us in the way that you gave your life, Jesus, that father you gave the son and and you sent him for us the quality of your love was so great Uh, that he laid down his life for us and we have Uh him on the inside of us we have that love the lover on the inside of us and so where we where we feel like we're we're limited or we're lacking lord would you just pour in and and overflow that great love that is always moving towards and not away from that's right pour in that love that is is overflowing and and um and is full of grace and forgiveness and mercy and not justice in the moment lord so yeah. we just receive that right now we yeah, we, we 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 pour release that it. in and release it yes. to everybody yeah. watching there is no hopeless relationship yeah. in jesus name jesus. yeah and lord yes. i ask that there would be an anointing for family to come yes. upon yes, each lord. person yeah. listening today mm-hmm. 
that yeah. you would come and rewrite their story. Yeah. You come and show them what true family, kingdom yeah. family looks yeah. like. Yeah. What family looks like in revival. Yeah. Yes. And would you come and heal every person yeah. that has had a dysfunctional family and yeah. is finding it hard to understand your heart for them yes, yes. as a, a member of a family, this wonderful family that yeah. we belong to. Yeah. And I ask that you would just um, release tools as well that there would be a release of tools to each person mm -hmm. that they would begin to get in touch with some of the skill areas yeah. as well as the healing areas mm -hmm. that they need to go through yes. that they would commit mm -hmm. to their marriages that they would commit yeah. to communicating to their spouses and their children mm -hmm. but yeah. also they would take it a step further that they would begin to to commit to um, communicating with people that have offended them yes, or yes. people that they've had broken mm. relationships, yeah. yes. whether it be in their work situation or their church, Lord. Would, yes. would there be a grace in yes, this season for family, Lord, yeah. that you would come True. and glorify uh, your name through that manifestation yes, of yeah. our dynamic? Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you, Lord. Yeah. Mm. Thank you, Spirit of Grace. Yeah, Spirit of Grace. Thank, Thank you, you for God. your presence. Wow. Stick in your presence to every yeah. person that's watching this, God, mm -hmm. that they would experience that grace. Yeah. Lord, and, and, and every wall that has been, uh, people have erected, that we've erected in our own hearts to separate, to keep ourselves safe from being hurt. Yeah. Lord, I thank you that you, you don't bash down their walls without our permission. Mm -hmm. Thank but you, but when we give you permission, you come around those walls yes. and you thank take you, them Lord. down. And so thank you, Father. You just, I just want to encourage you right now, if you've been hurt by in any way by community where you feel like you've been in, had to put up some yeah. walls to, to keep yourself safe, um, I want to just invite you first and foremost to invite Jesus around those walls to come in and minister deeply to your heart. Thank I you. had an experience recently where uh, there was this part of me, this kind of... The, you know, when I was five, kind of put up these walls because of stuff that was going on. And I, I, I was having this resistance. I could, I, you know, I was struggling with even some deep pain in my own chest. And, and when I invited Jesus to come in, he was very, very comfortable with not coming bashing in, but having this dialogue with me to say, I'm here for you. I'm with you. And I had this picture of him just kind of reaching out his arms and oh. then giving me a hug. And wow. saying it was going to be okay, and, and not thank pushing, you, not pushing in. And so I want to release that spirit of grace, yes, the gentleness and the yes. humility of Jesus. Wow, one of my favorite descriptions of him that he would come to your heart right now in yeah. gentleness and humility. We'll just invite him, invite the spirit of grace, invite Jesus, the gentle and humble, Abba. to come into your heart, to come around those walls, yes. and to reach those parts of you that you've held off because you've felt fearful yeah. about being hurt again. And so just yeah. release, just release you, that Lord. to him. Yeah. Yeah. Jesus name. Thank you, Lord. I think it's Psalm 18, verse 35. Your gentleness yes. has yes. made me great. Yes, Lord. Lord, let your gentleness right now. Yeah. Lord, as Ash and Kate Murray were praying just now, I just felt such anointing mm. coming on every person right now. Yeah. Lord, I thank you that you are so wonderful and so absolutely altogether lovely, so full of love and so full of goodness and so full of grace and so merciful and kind. Lord, you are truly great. 
because you're able to be so gentle, even though you're so mighty. Yeah. And Lord, I'm, I'm asking that right now, clothe everybody well, yeah. with your glory oh, right now. Clothe each one, Lord, yes. with the love of the lover. Yeah. Lord, clothe each one with the beloved's love for the lover. Yeah. Lord, clothe us all right now that we would love you, yes. Lord, with the only love that you're worthy of being loved with, yes. which is your love, Lord, mingled with ours, with our, our love that is just so frail in its natural sense and yet it's just so well, precious to you you so love it so much frail as it is yeah. and when you come and you fill us with your love and you mingle your love to ours yeah. and then you receive it back to yourself as our expression mm -hmm. of the love that we long to show you but yes. in our brokenness we're not able to lord thank you that through the holy spirit we can truly love you with the love that you're worthy of and lord i'm asking together with Murray and Ash and Kate, that you would also just so fill each one, yeah. Lord, with your love. Yeah. Oh, Shika Banga, that we can love ourselves deeply. Yes. We can just settle the issues of our hearts yes. so that we can truly walk in love towards ourselves, where our significance comes fully from Daddy's love. Yes. And Lord, in loving, walking in your love towards ourselves, Lord, we're able to truly love those around us. Amen. We're able to love our husbands, our wives, our children, Lord, our bosses, yeah. Lord, the people that are our colleagues, yeah. the world around us, the strangers that we yeah. can never pay back. Yeah. Lord, we're asking for your anointing Whoa. to yes. love really well so that sure. revival yes. looks like family yes. Yes. on love, yes. the mission of love in yes. Jesus' Lord. name. Yes, yes Lord. Yeah. Boom. Thank you, Lord. Yes. Amen. Thank you. Sure. Yeah. Amen. And for those of you that are graduating from this class, mm. congratulations. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you for being with this class yes. over the last few weeks. Yeah. And uh, thank you so much to Danny and Shara for hosting the class and yeah. JT. Yeah. And thank you to all of you. Without you, we could have had no School of Revival. Revival looks like family class. Yeah. And we, we just speak the ironic blessing over you. Murray, why don't you just speak that ironic yes. blessing, yes. that timeless Come blessing yeah. over each one as they graduate. Yeah, so the Father bless you and yeah. keep you. Jesus, make his face to shine upon you and be gracious to you. Yeah. And the Holy Spirit lift out the light of his countenance yeah. upon you and give you his shalom, which means nothing lacking, nothing missing, but perfection of mind, body, soul, spirit, relationships, oh, yeah. finances, and everything else that goes with that. And so we bless you to walk in the yeah, power yes. and the love of heaven. Yeah. We bless you to release, Abba. multiply light and love wherever you go as you walk in the image of your Father. And we bless you to be co-lovers wow. of Ooh. the world with God and to be co-lovers of each other with God and to be a yes. co-lover with God yes. of God with God and we bless oh, you in Jesus name yes. ah, we bless you to be bold and courageous in your relationships we bless you to be bold and courageous mm -hmm. in in uh, confronting in love yes. we bless you to do that in love and in grace Spirit of glory fall upon each yes. other. Spirit of glory. Amen. Amen. Amen.